success looks so easy from the outside, but all successful people have had to overcome enormous obstacles along the way. And in many cases, look failure right in the eye. Most successful people don't focus on the struggle and rarely do they talk about it because quite frankly, that's not what creates success. Join us here where we will chat with fierce female entrepreneurs and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship and talk about the obstacles we have faced and how you can overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cami Lehman, and this is the She's Invincible Podcast. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today on the She's Invincible podcast. And we have an invincible one to introduce you to today. Rachel Hicks is a Canadian dental professional turned teeth whitening entrepreneur. She is the owner and founder of Professional Whitening Products and You Whitening in Canada. Rachel, welcome to the She's Invincible podcast. We're so excited to have you here today and talk about one of my favorite things, which is teeth whitening. Amazing. Thanks so much. I'm so excited to be here and to chat. Yes. And I just want to say your teeth are so white. (laughs) So what you're doing must be working. I love it so much. So let's jump in Let's tell our listeners how in the world did you get where you are today and what makes you invincible? Yeah, and honestly, I would say the number one thing of how I got here today was not listening to no's. So think of that. I mean, I'm sure if you're just starting out in your entrepreneurship journey or you're along the way, no's come up all the time and you know, but you have to learn how to navigate them. So I started um, in the dental professional world. I'm a trained dental assistant, was in the field, and I was really, really frustrated with, you know, putting in what we are taught are the regular work hours, 40 hours, et cetera, and still not meeting ends meet. I mean, I still had to serve on the side, bartend, um, do extra retail jobs. And it was frustrating. I just kept trading time for money. And then what happened was I came across a link on Indeed, got into dental sales. And that was the best education that I could have ever experienced. And I do truly believe that your experience is your education. So what I learned in the dental sales world was not only confidence, but how to address no's. So as a sales rep, I'm sure depending on whatever industry you're in, you've probably come across a sales rep once or twice. And it's a tricky territory to be in. I mean, you have to really break through uh, the boundaries of gatekeepers, et cetera, Sometimes you have to be a little annoying, but you really do have to get used to being told no. And I was getting used to that. I was really building up my confidence. And then since I was in dental sales, of course, uh, what product do we sell to dental offices a lot? Teeth whitening materials. And this is when I got linked with a bunch of amazing manufacturers in the field. 
and started to learn a lot about teeth whitening. And what happened was an esthetician came to me and asked for teeth whitening gels to supply for her use. And I was under the impression, like a lot of people in the dental world, that teeth whitening cannot be done outside of a dental office. So I was like, I can't do that for you. I'm sorry. But actually, farther info, actually doing research, I realized that teeth whitening is actually a very unregulated space, which there are a lot of unregulated industries. Now, unregulated is such a weird word, but what it comes down to is it's a space that is not licensed. So you don't have to have a license. You don't have a governing body to really see this industry or be in this industry. So think of um, different options like tattooing or lash extensions, um, hairdressing, et cetera, et cetera. It's all these industries that you don't per se need a license to do. So that's what we're chatting when we're chatting unregulated industries. So when I jumped into doing my research, it was very uncharted. It was very hard to navigate exactly where to find correct info. Who can do it? Who can't do it? So after deep diving, figuring it out, I started my own teeth whitening business in my home. And then I really thought that I need to expand this to make this a bigger business and to make it worth my wild. So I jumped into a commercial storefront and started seeing couples, bridal parties, etc. And it really started to grow legs. Then from there, uh, what's that saying is your clientele will tell you what they want. And yes. what I was being told was that People wanted to know how I did this so they could do it as well. So they wanted to know the real back end of the teeth whitening industry, sourcing ideal products, the best techniques. So then I thought, okay, if this is what keeps coming up, then I should navigate this world as well. So that's when we launched our B2B business. So now we have professional whitening products, which is straight to other businesses. So that might be a dental office, a beauty salon, a medispa, teeth whitening technician. And then, he, so that's worldwide. And then here in Canada, specifically in our province that we're in, we are you whitening just straight to the consumer doing in-chair teeth whitening sessions. So a lot of this winding road has been a lot of no's from either the industry that I was in or the industry that I was trying to get into, um, the back end of the suppliers, et cetera. So it's been a lot of no's, but if I had listened to those no's, then I would have never ended up here. I love it. Oh my gosh, what a winding road, right? And from from a dental assistant to selling to dentists and you know products and, and now this, the amazing story. So I love what you said, too, is that people were coming to you. They wanted to know how. Right. So they saw you do something. You made that shift. It was successful. And then they came back and said, tell us how you did it. And I think that most times it's the same formula, no matter what the product. Right. So I love this because no matter who's listening or what they're thinking about right now, what you're about to share is something that they can use as a an outline and a guide to step into whatever it is they want to do next. 
but I'm loving this teeth whitening. And I have to tell you, I've already told some of my friends that I think would be so great uh, starting this on themselves. So I'm like, I've got to tell you about this lady, Rachel, <laughs> because uh, a lot of them are so into that as well. And so I thought this is so good. So I can't wait to dive in. And this is to some of my friends out there that are listening. We're going to tell you everything you need to know and then to connect with Rachel. Okay, let's first talk about navigating these unregulated industries. Now, I am in the U.S., you are in Canada, but I know you do a lot of business in the U.S., you're worldwide now, so tell us a little bit about this, how to navigate and, you know, and how do you get so tough with the nose? Like, you know, there's a lot of resilience there, right? A lot of people walk away and quit because they can't handle the nose, so we got to dive into that a little more, but Let's talk about this navigating the unregulated industries. Yeah, so I would say regardless of what specific service you are looking for in an unregulated industry, you need to think, okay, what's the worst case scenario? If I were to perform this service, what's the worst thing that could happen? And usually that comes down to some sort of lawsuit, right? Like if I accidentally, um, say in our industry, got gels somewhere that it wasn't supposed to, maybe we, you know, cinched the gums or something pretty intense. So what would I need to cover myself? I need insurance. So the number one thing that you need to look for, regardless of where you are, is covering yourself for liability insurance and then also the specifics for your service. So for example, we have insurance coverage not only for liability purposes, but also specific to our gel strengths to make sure that we're covered for our specifics as well. So I would say definitely do that in whatever industry you're looking at. And then from there, it's very hard to get an yes or no answer. And I find that I follow a lot of groups that are in this space, entrepreneurships trying to do this specific service. And there's a lot of, no, you can't do this because of this X, Y, and Z. And it's a big echo chamber. And a lot of people are just looking for like, one website they can go to see it in black and white. And that's my answer. You're not going to get that in an unregulated space. So I would make sure that you cover yourself with insurance and then really look into your public health guidelines. So here we call it public health. It's the industry that overlooks these public services. And they're just there to make sure that infection control is being done properly, that the client's safe, that you're safe, etc. So I'd look into your industry for where you're located for that, because that's across the board for any cosmetic service. And then from there, it's kind of turning on your blinders and going straight ahead. I know, especially in the States for teeth whitening, there's a lot of hearsay of you can't go in the mouth, et cetera, et cetera. And where are you finding that info? And if you have insurance coverage, et cetera, do you really think that applies to you? So I would do your own research and take what others are saying with a grain of salt unless they have solid proof that that has happened to them. Mm, that's so good. Solid proof, right? Because people talk a story all day long. But I, <laughs> I see. Yep. Okay. Who had that same kind of story with um, um, cosmetics. And, and they, so they were telling her this whole story about how she couldn't do this and she couldn't do that. 
And uh, and then she found out later she could have all along and she was not happy. But again, solid proof. Right. OK. All right. So let's talk about this building connections with local businesses, um, helping you build your clientele list. This is a big thing. Doesn't matter what business you're in. I talk to coaches and entrepreneurs all day long about lead generation, right? About networking, about, you know, finding your ideal target audience, right? So let's jump into this. One of my favorite topics. Yeah. So I would say specifically with this industry, we're so lucky that this service is so complementary to so many other services. So I would say if you have a service that is complementary to say, so for example, teeth whitening is great alongside of getting your hair done, getting um, Botox, lift injections, et cetera, massages, et cetera. It's the similar clientele list that you're looking for. So one of the biggest things that I recommend is if you have a service-based business, especially in the cosmetic world, work with other complementary businesses. So that's great to network and work off of each other's client list. Maybe you're popping up at their location or you're offering their clients a specific exclusive discount and you can really work together, which is so great. And then it's a little less advertising that you have to do like budgeting wise if you are working off of an already established list. So I love that model. And then from there, of course, you are going to have to budget for advertising because at the end of the day, you can't run a business without advertising. I love that. So tell me this. What is has been your most successful form of advertising so far? It really has been connecting with local businesses in our area, 100%. And again, it's that really highlighting that we're complementary to each other. So our clients would be both interested in our services. And that has been great, especially offering a small discount for that specific client, because it's also great for that business that you're working with. They feel like they're giving something a little extra to their client too, right? So at the end of the day, if you're service-based, it's really important to keep those clients happy. So you have to get creative. Mm, I love that. So tell us about this uh, B2B wholesale where you are helping other people start their own businesses now. Like I want to really go in here. So yeah, what do we need to know about this? Yeah, this has been truly all built from everything I did wrong or everything I wish I had when I started. So uh, professional lightning products has truly been built off of experience. There's no fluff here. This is everything that I wish I had and I would have been 10 times more ahead of the game if I had this when I started. Um, so like the samples that we sent you to try, I'm sure you kind of had a peek and you saw that the branding is very minimal. It's just a tooth and it just says professional and then whether it's mouthwash or if it's a home kit, etc. And the reason why we did this was professional lightning products is there to help you grow your business right from the start. So the number one thing that I regretted when I started you lightning was I thought I really wanted to build a brand, which 100% makes sense, but it's expensive to get products 
with your logo on them. It's high minimum order quantities and it's a lot of money, especially for a startup. So for example, I spent almost $10,000 on a round of home kits with my label on them. And for a startup, that's a lot of money, right? On top sure. of all your other expenses. So then I had that startup and then it took a lot longer for me to offload those than I thought as well. So one thing with professional lighting products is we've branded all of these products so minimal. So then it's going to blend in to your business. So it's like you're almost buying a private label item without actually having to ha like order the high order quantities. And you should be able to start your business at a much lower cost than say, somebody like myself who went and paid all that money for a label. Now you might be wondering, okay, well, why would I want, why would I want to avoid selling somebody else's label? And the truth is, is say if you were to go and buy home kits um, to add on to say like a teeth whitening session, for example, and it has a different brand on it, then that means that your client can run out of the product and maybe they for whatever reason, just don't have a chance to get to your physical location, they can Google that brand and purchase it from anyone. So then you're getting lost, like you're losing that client, even though you're the one that has introduced them to that product. So if you're using products that are either your brand logo or minimal labels, then your client just thinks that it's coming from you. So they have to come back to you for that return sale. So we everything through PWP, we 100% have thought about the business owner. And that's what we are so proud of. Because at the end of the day, we really want you to succeed. And we have packaged everything to help you do that. And of course, we're working with um, the best labs. And honestly, anything you can think of in this industry that you would need. So super excited. And I'm can only say great things about it, but I am biased, but we have that great traction as well. Yes. And you, you have solid proof too, right? Yes, right? exactly. I've yes. been in the trenches. Yes. I, I, I would rather learn from someone like you who's been in the trenches than anyone who's sitting behind a desk saying, do this, do that. So I love that. This is so great. So so anyone who's listening right now, they could reach out to you and they could initially start their own uh, business or add this product to their current business if it's a complimentary type of thing. You mentioned massage therapist. I can't wait to talk to my massage therapist. I know she's going to love this. So, uh, I yeah, so keep throwing out different, you know, occupations because you just have my mind spinning. Uh, of all the people that I know that I think would love this and do so well with it. So, all right, let's do this. Let's tell our listeners where they can find you. Best place is at Mentor Rach. And this is going to give you the breakdown of all things teeth fighting and different links of the different platforms you might want to look up. Love it. Okay. Oh my gosh, this is so great. And you guys, as you're listening, uh, just click the link in the show notes and everything is there. So just if you go to the show notes, all Rachel's links to the products, uh, to her personally, all of the things are there. Just click it and jump in there and get some teeth whitening, try this stuff out. And, uh, you know, you could go from there, but what an opportunity to take something like this and add it to what you're already doing or even start something new. 
Wow. 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 So fun. Hey, I hope you're enjoying this episode. And just before we get to the good stuff, right? The good, the bad, and the ugly, I have this great announcement for you. We are starting the Pod Power Hour, which is a virtual event that's going to happen on Wednesdays at noon Eastern. And so if you've ever thought about having a podcast, if you have questions, if you are a podcaster, and you want to come and meet other podcasters and learn what's new, what's happening, tips and tricks to be better at this amazing passion of podcasting that you have, we would love for you to join us. We're going to have experts there that are going to be sharing their genius. It's going to be amazing. So, and if you're a host and you want to come meet some amazing uh, people that could be potential guests for you on your show, Come on out. What a great way to get exposure. Be sure to check it out on my website at camilehman.com as well as follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Whatever is your favorite platform, we will have registration there. You do need to register to attend and it is on Zoom. So super simple, just one hour every other Wednesday. We start on May 4th, so don't miss out. Get registered today. We can't wait to see you there. You have moved from fighting cancer to discovering how to live beyond it. But what now? With so many emotional side effects still unknown, as a new survivor, you find yourself in a void as you navigate through the isolation, fear, and an uncertain future that can overshadow you and your family for years to come. Instead of focusing on the uncertainty of cancer, consider how strong and determined you are and think of the strength demonstrated by those who stood beside you through it all. Consider this. You now get to choose who you want to be and what your intentional, fulfilled life can look like. You made it through treatment. We can help you define yourself as a survivor. We're here to help you through this moment, to walk beside you as you shift your mindset from counting the days of life to creating a legacy. For more information, visit www.adventuretherapyfoundation.org or contact us at info at adventurefound.org. Well, you know, Rachel, we at She's Invincible promise our listeners that we're going to bring them fierce female entrepreneurs and we're going to share their expert zone of genius. And you've done that so well today, but we're not done because we also promise them that while we're highlighting the success of the entrepreneurs, that we're also going to be authentic and we're going to pull back the curtain and share the journey. See, everyone wants to be like you, Rachel. Everyone wants your success, but no one wants to pay the price. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard this before. This is not the first time, especially in the business that you're in. But we love to encourage our listeners by not just sharing your success, but really letting them see like, what was the price you paid? What were some of the obstacles that you faced that you had to overcome to get to the success? And also like, how did you overcome them, right? We want to leave them with tips and tools of like, if they're stuck or if they're discouraged, how can they keep going? How can they get back up? 
and run for their dreams. So are you ready to tell some stories? I'm ready. Okay, awesome. All right, so we're going to start with the good. I'm the one who always wants the good news first. So let's tell a story about the good or the greatest part of this journey so far. The good for myself is, if you're familiar with the Enneagram, I am a number two on the Enneagram. And a number two is the helper. So deep in my bones, like my personality trait is I'm a helper. I want to help. So... This service-based business from seeing a client directly and helping brighten their smile, their confidence. Honestly, we've had tons of clients almost in tears once they're finished. I mean, really helping has been huge. And then on the flip side are with the B2B business, then we're helping other entrepreneurs either grow their businesses or start their businesses. So helping has been massive. And I would recommend to any entrepreneur starting is really figure out more about yourself and then what ticks and makes you drive because then that's going to come out in your business model and it's going to be easier to keep going. It's almost like your built-in why if you understand you. So I know I'm a helper and I can't wait to continue helping businesses. I love it. Oh, that's so great. And so in alignment, right? So this is so cool. Okay, that was fun. <laughs> but now we have to talk about the other stuff. So we're going to talk a little bit now about the story of the bad. So we'll save the ugly for last. But tell us a story about the bad part of the journey. And the bad part has been... I mean, when I started my entrepreneurship journey, I very much thought that when you're an entrepreneur, you work for yourself, you don't have to deal with anybody else. It's just you making all the decisions, you're running the show. Well, when it comes to a service base or when you need products, guess what? You are not making good decisions all of the time. <laughs> so I have had a really, I've had to walk through a lot of bad of finding different suppliers and mm -hmm working through different formulas, techniques, etc. And I don't know if it's been a mixture of being a younger entrepreneur or a younger female entrepreneur, but I have had a lot of pushback from being belittled, from being quite judged or very offside comments, pretty much making it seem like I don't know what I'm doing or that I'm, you know, I'm not giving them the correct info or I don't understand the industry. So it's been very difficult walking through day in and day out of almost being like, almost like having a boss and they have, they're not even in your business. It's like entrepreneurship is a teamwork and it's been really hard finding the perfect teammates. And I I feel like we've really started to narrow it out. We're getting better, but it has been really crappy being told, you know, again and again, like, oh, do you not have a correct business plan? Or how can't you project those margins? Or, you know, just these offside things that it's like, that's none of your business. Give me the product and let's get this show on the road. So <laughs> it's been, it's been hard for sure. Enough of the nonsense, right? <laughs> what do they say? Uh, speed up, move over, or get out of my way, right? Oh, my goodness. So 
That's so interesting that you're saying that. So my question is, uh, how old were you when you started this, where you were really uh, suffering, you know, with with the, this pushback? So I would have been around 26. And yeah. that's when everything started. And I don't know if I also maybe do have like a younger sounding voice. So phone calls, etc. It um, I did find a lot of pushback. And I do find uh, typically when you are chatting with head sales reps or leaders of companies, etc. Usually they are farther along their journey. So I definitely did feel a disconnect from them just not connecting with me in my age and also potentially with me being a young female as well. Uh So how did you overcome that? And I don't even want to say overcome because I'm sure it continues to happen today, but how did you press on to get to this point and not just give up? What was that? How did you do that? It's been a lot of proving yourself. So say if they came back to you with one thing, it was doing the research or the deep dive or, you know, figuring out what they're asking and just showing the hard proof because I mean, they can't argue with that. Right. So it was a lot of extra work that didn't need to be done, but to build those connections, it, it does require a lot of extra input that I was not expecting. Okay. That's good though. Good to know. Don't give up. Just give them what they want, right? Prove them wrong. Give them the proof to prove them wrong. I love that. Okay, here we go. We're going ugly. Tell us a story about the ugly part of this journey. Yeah, so the ugly part of the journey has been pivoting and changing business models. So I'm actually walking through the ugly right now. It's been very recent. So when I started, when I left my home studio for in-person whitening, so our customer-based business, you whitening, we went to a commercial storefront and it was doing well, but unfortunately I chose a bad location. So I've had to walk through this of, well, not only having to spend way more advertising dollars than what I should have been this whole time, but I've had to make the really hard decision to close our first location. So that has been really ugly. I mean, it feels like a complete failure, right? I mean, through this whole journey, being told, no, you can't do this. No, this service cannot be on its own, et cetera, et cetera. In a way, it does feel like I've lo- I've lost, like I've closed it. But I am more than aware that it's not the business model that's the issue. It was the physical location and that's on me. I have to take ownership. I did not do enough market research for that specific area. And also there is a little bit of, you know, you could almost say fate there too. When we signed into that lease, we were promised that a bunch of development was happening down in that area and that different buildings had been sold with these plans well a couple years later and that still hadn't happened still was not getting that visualization I mean of course you have to be prepared in a service-based industry that 
you can't rely on foot traffic, etc. But I mean, stats show that in this day and age, especially with social media and us being shown so many advertisements again and again, we are, it's like a minimum of 15 times a business has to be shown to you for you to even slightly bring it onto your radar. So if I'm paying, you know, crazy amounts in advertisings, but I'm never getting that organic reach like that drive by, etc. Well, then that's hard on top of all of your other overhead too. So I've had to sit and walk through feeling like I've failed. And so I just handed in my keys for the lease actually a few days ago. And now it's pivoting that model. So right now we're doing pop-ups with Medispas and dental offices, which has been great, great connections. And I'm thankful since I had already built those connections as we chatted about prior to as part of my advertising. So that's been great, but it's been, it's been a very ugly for sure, feeling like you have failed. Oh, Rachel. And we all get to go through that, right? And you know, the thing about failure is, right, if we're doing it right, we're failing forward, which it sounds like that's what you're doing right now. But the thing about failure is when everything is going great, we're the teacher. And when when it's not, we're the student, right? And so we're learning so much in that time. And if we can shift that and be grateful for the lessons that will take us even further than we could have gone with the knowledge we had before. So I, I just, I celebrate you because this whole pop-up idea has been just blowing up, right? That people are doing it everywhere. And so I think that this is going to be so amazing and I can't wait to see where it goes. And I'm going to be following this because I cannot wait to see where it goes. And I know you're going to have much more success with this model, uh, but I think it's good to feel a little bit of the other stuff as well. Uh, you know, you always want to remember where you came from and, and then you can measure, right? You have something to measure when you really nail it big with this pop-up, <laughs> <laughs> you'll be like, man, look at us now. And I think that's just amazing. And I love what you said that it wasn't the model, the business model that failed. It was just a selection of a location. And that is so easy to fix, right? You just give back the keys, right? I'm done here. But I mean, clearly you were there for a while. You did everything you could to make it work, you know, and at some point as a business owner, you just have to be like, this pig's not going to fly, right? <laughs> and so I love what you did there. And I'm just so excited for you, for all that you're doing. Um, and as you said, this whole part about being a helper, like look how many people you're helping and empowering and look how much easier it will be for them to follow the model that you have in a pop-up because they don't need all that capital to go get this big cushy place Right. So you're proving and you're giving them one more thing that that is going to help them and it's going to make it easier and more achievable for anybody to do what you're doing and to be able to learn it and execute it and succeed at it. And I just I just want to celebrate you. I, I am excited. It, it excites me. Like maybe one day I'll do one, too. Who knows? But I love the whole pop up. It's so much less responsibility, so much less financial commitment. There's just so many good things about it that I know you're going to enjoy and it's going to make you 
and your team and your company stronger. And so hats off to you today. Oh my gosh, this has been so fun. So much fun. So I can't even express to our listeners enough that they need to reach out to you and learn more about this because this just opens the door for so many more opportunities for people that might not have that money to invest, uh, you know, in those locations. Um, but so much fun to chat with you today. So much fun to try your products and just to know you and be able to share your story here. Thank you for being so authentic and vulnerable. It is not easy to talk about the the times that don't work out great, right? That's always difficult. But being authentic is the most important thing because sometimes I feel like if we try to cover it, we start to believe the lies. And so I love that you just you're leaning into it and you're moving forward into the next greatest chapter of Rachel Hicks and of this amazing company and opportunity for others around the globe. So thank you for that. No, thank you. It's been such a great time chatting and I appreciate letting me share my story. I love it. Oh my gosh. So to our listeners, don't forget, click the link in the show notes, find Rachel and find out how you can be a part of this amazing, amazing opportunity that she has here for you. And before we say goodbye, Rachel, I would love for you to finish this sentence for me. The world would be a better place if more people knew blank. New not to listen to no. I'm going to stick with that theme. I love it. That's the best theme ever because there are more and more no's, right? But the no's will never kill you. And the yeses are coming. I love it. I love it. Okay, guys, you know how we end. I don't know where you are in your life or your business. But if you're face down on the ground right now, get back up. Tell them, Rachel. Yes, just keep going. It's going to get not, I wouldn't say easier. There's always going to be some sort of struggle, but you can totally do it and build that life that you want. That's right. With white teeth, right? (laughs) So get back up, you guys. You can do anything. Don't let anything get you down. Don't let anyone talk you out of your dreams. Just get back up and run for your dreams. You can do it. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. If you were inspired or learned something new, please subscribe to the podcast, give us a review and share us with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you, please stop on over to my website at camilehman.com and book a free call with me. I'd love to meet you and learn more about how I can support you.